Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. What started out as a challenge to knit, sew, or crochet 67 blankets has turned into a full-blown movement that has captured the attention and imagination of so many. Our community has been caught up in this, and to tell me more is Judith Clare, the ambassador for 67 blankets, and Judith Myers. Ooh, I've got that. Sorry, Helen Myers, a knitter of the blankets. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Um, Judith, let's start with you. Um, tell me a little bit about how you became involved in the initiative and where we are at. My daughter saw um, that this was happening on Facebook, and it it was very much Facebook that most people have joined through. Um, and I had taught her to crochet, and after about three months, I got completely hooked into it. And that was four years ago, just after it started. So it's only been around for four years, and mm. yet it's something that really has captured the imagination of people. Um, you you crochet, and Helen, you knit. I knit and crochet. You knit and crochet. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was a need for knitters and crochets to kind of find something meaningful to do? Definitely, and it's something that people that maybe can't do such active stuff, like painting schools or going out to areas where they may not feel that a bit nervous about, and you can, you can do it. You can sit at home and make a difference. This is the thing. Okay, uh, Craig is indicating that we're already up for our next break, but after the break, we'll look at some of the knitting that takes place, and also, Helen, um, how many people you know that knit and what it's like to put the project together. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Judith Clare and Helen Myers, who are both involved in the 67 Blankets for Mandela Initiative. Helen, you are a knitter and crocheter. How did you become involved in the project? The ladies at uh, Golden Acres, we have a knitting circle, and we decided that this is what we were going to do. So we started knitting squares and putting them together and handing over blankets as often as we could. And when you say knitting, do you come together? Do you have a special time of day? Every afternoon we sit together as in a tea group and knit squares for the 67 minutes. So it's as much kind of a social event as it is a... And a project. And a project. And um, are you inviting people to join in? We... We've asked a lot of people to come in and join with us, and a lot of outsiders who've come in, and they bring us wool so to ba- help. Basically, it's open to anybody who would like to join. You would say, kind of join us at this We'd time at Golden Acres. <laughs> Please bring some wool, knitting needles, and join our tea circle. Yes, well. definitely. And how many are you at the moment? At the moment, we're about eight. Okay, and how many blankets between you do you knit? In the four years, I think we must have done at least close to a thousand. A thousand blankets. And, um, Judith, you're nodding in agreements. I've found that a lot of people have formed social groups. Uh, We have members from every religion, um, income level, all over the place. Some of our people need wool donations because they can't afford it. But many of us provide our own wool. And But in every little group all over the country and even overseas, we have got all these people that have formed groups, that have become friends, that have expanded their lives. A lot of very lonely people have found an outlet for 
a way to re, um, commu- you know to find new friends even and, and Judith you, you talk about some people needing will donated are there places that or people that you can go to and say we have the will all we want is you to join us and knit or sew or crochet yeah there are um uh, uh, do you mean people, uh, uh, groups that need the wool yes. from us? Yeah, no, we are in contact with a lot of people who, you know, uh, Google groups in Soweto and all those kind of things. That so you we, will deliver the wool? We will they? deliver wool. We will take any donations. And I'm always fascinated how people connect and are in contact. Is it all through Facebook? A lot of it is, but a lot of the people who donate to me aren't on Facebook because they're older people. Yes. And be, because of that, I have this uh, – every second and fourth Sunday of the month, I go to Norwood Mall at the, at the entrance to pick and pay. And so many of the community, I've got to know them. They bring me bags of what of they've made or made. wool or even give me cash to buy wool, that kind of thing. And it's wonderful. It's, it's really amazing. Is. And in terms of the quality, because obviously you're making something that somebody will use and use probably in a, as a form of necessity. Is there a quality control, uh, Judith? <laughs> Not really. I mean, if something is just hopeless, but if we get wonky squares, we've got people who make them up into beautiful blankets, you know, and kiddies that make squares, you know, at schools and things. And I've seen blankets made up with, the strangest mixture, and they fall, become works of art when someone really? puts them together. So, um, are you are you knitting squares yourself? Is it a system that starts with a square? A square, yeah. yes, definitely. And then um, at Golden Acres, do you put things together as well? We knit knit them, put them together, crochet around, and, and um, a completed blanket is given. And, and so, your job is to get the blankets together. We, yes. we from from start from, to from start, start to, to end. finish, mm. and then what happens to the blankets? Ah. Handed <laughs> over to sixty-seven minutes. <laughs> I um, just in my northeast area. Right. In the last year, we've had a couple of projects that are. Um, we did the big Madiba portrait. I did, I'm sure people might have seen that. Do you want to tell us about it? So we made single-color blankets that became pixels for a portrait for Nelson Mandela. Okay. The prisoners at Zornavata helped us with that. It was laid out on the 24th of April at Zornavata and could be seen from a satellite. Wow. There were over 4,000 blankets that wow. were put together into this picture. Now, those blankets have come back to us, separated and come back to us. I know that at, at, in Norway there's um, St. Luke's Church, which gives hot meals to uh, homeless people every Thursday. We took blankets there. Every single one of those, almost a, about 100 people got a blanket. We give to orphanages. We, we give to – oh, last year we gave to all the workers at Kadima and Selwyn Siegel. We, the blankets, every single one of them goes out to a registered, proper uh, charity. 
Okay, so you know that, um, Helen, when you're knitting those blankets, you know that there is going to be kind of a a needy recipient at the end of it. And and when you are knitting and when you are chatting and when you are clicking away, um, to what extent do you have that in mind? And to what extent do you see it as kind of just... It's going to keep somebody warm. Yeah. So it's a motivating factor. Oh, definitely. So it's not just recreational and fun and social. No. And this is ongoing. We just don't stop. And you get a sense of pride Definitely. And, and what you do. If you see one of your blankets in a photo on the page <sighs> being given to uh, a woman in a white squ- squatter camp with her child mm. and it's freezing like mm. today and you see the photo of her being wrapped in a blanket, it is the most amazing thing. And as you say, I mean, on, on the one hand, it, it allows people who want to contribute but don't have access to the you know, other kinds of projects and opportunity to do so. But you also mentioned schools. And I often wonder, is, is sewing and knitting coming back into fashion? Well, Carolyn's school, Jeppy Girls, make thousands and thousands of blankets. Norwood Primary School makes blankets. They've, a lot of these schools have now developed little knitting clubs mm. where the kids stay after school for an hour. They get taught to knit or crochet. It's wonderful for children's coordination mm. and other areas. Mm. I mean, it develops a lot of skills, those hand skills, mental, mental skills, skills, arithmetic, mm. knitting. And I believe knitting and crochet is very good for mathematical skills. It's something you don't actually think about, but you're 100% right. It is something that for children can teach a lot of skills that they could use later. For Helen? Sure. For sure. Definitely. So we are coming up to um, Mandela Day. What, where are you at, Helen, with regards to the blankets? How many have you collected? At the moment, we've got 40, 45 blankets to hand over next week. Okay. And um, a lot of them are, there are some baby ones as well for cri- uh, cribs and whichever, but majority of all are large for adults. And please, God, they'll just keep somebody warm. Mm-hmm. And you are going to be doing the collecting, Judith? Um, yes, I do. Um, uh, we collect all over, but we actually have a project for the 29th of July, which is going to happen at the Mandela Capture Site in Howick. And we are oh. trying to beat the world's longest crocheted scarf record. Wow. The current record is 14 kilometers. We aim for 27 because that's how many years he was in prison. But we have definitely got beyond that 14. So we will have a Guinness, another. I was going to say, this isn't your first Guinness Book of Records. And it's only been four years. Do you want to talk about the last one? Okay, so we've got, we've won the world's largest blanket twice because in between, India managed to beat us. So we had to do it again. We've got the world's largest knitted blanket. This will be our fourth. We didn't do the portrait as a Guinness record, but it absolutely was the world's largest. So if anybody would like to either join your circle, Helen, or contribute wool or contribute um, squares, what should they do? If they're on Facebook, they can join our Facebook page and they will be uh, get contact from people in any area. We've got people if all over South Africa. You will, they're ambassadors. You join and you say, "I'm in Durban," and they will tell you where they are. And we have knitathons all over. How many ambassadors are you? I'm not sure. <laughs> lots and lots. Yeah, lots and lots. How well, do you become an ambassador? 
Well, you just work for a while and you get, <laughs> you get recognized. You get recognized. Yes. Well, I, I would like to commend you both and, of course, your knitting circle and to all Thank those you. knitters out there who are making a difference in people's lives. And um, if anybody would like to contact you. Yes, well, I am at Norwood. Oh, you're at Norwood. Uh, so but yes, um, if you want... Mm, uh, some kind of uh, you can actually contact me on the Facebook pra- page and then maybe you could privately give out I would my be very happy number. if anybody would like to be in touch no. with either Helen to, in terms of joining the circle love people to join or us. Judith in terms of contributing I'm in Sandringham, I'm very close um, I, I will be they're welcome to contact me, you're welcome to contact me and I will definitely pass those details on so thank to you. both of you, well done thank thank you. You and thank much. you for coming in and it brings us such joy <laughs> 